0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me today with Rogue Dad Podcast. And today, our episode has a guest, our very first guest. And I've been waiting to get this guy on because I wanted him to be my first guest. I'm talking about Ned Shout. He is the host of the Rebel and Create Podcast. And he also wrote a book with the same title. He's a father of five. And he's doing the thing, man, because he is getting the message out that dads are important. And the role that they have in their child's life is important. So let's get to it, man. Here's Ned Shout. What's going on, everybody? This is George with the Rogue Dad Podcast. And today, my guest is Ned Shout. Am I saying that right? Shout?
1: That's right. Yeah, Ned okay. Shout.
0: Because it's spelled like A-U-H-T or something like that.
1: Uh yeah, it, I'm like uh yeah, <laughs> <I can> <laughs> yeah S C H A U T yeah okay usually okay. scout or um I actually had a piece of mail come in recently that somebody added an R probably some mad mail person so it was Ned Shart but uh, oh that's yeah, it, so awesome <laughs> that's so close that's so <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy's just laughing his ass off oh
0: uh, dude that's so funny you know a lot of people <laughs> say my name Dutra
1: Dutra okay yeah I can't stand it anyway (laughs) so
0: ned wrote a book and he hosts a podcast called rebel and create is the book the same title as the father's field book
1: uh yeah so the the book is called rebel and create yep that's like my mantra so the the podcast is rebel and create fatherhood field notes
0: love it i love it and what got me and you together was my buddy paulie had heard my podcast and then said hey man you got to check out my brother's he's doing the same kind of thing And it blew me away because (laughs) I literally did mine because I thought there was none other out there. And it was really cool, man, to uh, find somebody along the same lines, man. So I really dig what you're doing.
1: Heck, yeah. It's powerful, too. And it's like, dude, there's like, you know, how many dads out there? There's a lot of them. So we need a lot more. Uh, you and me kind of guys who want to go out and influence and, and speak the language, you know, to the tribes that want to hear what we have to say. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely. The tribes, I like that. The, the funny thing is, is because it's not the funny thing, it's the sad thing, is, you know, a lot of times dads are expected to be a certain thing. So mm-hmm. when you're doing what's expected of you, a lot of times people don't feel the need to tell you, Hey man, you're doing a good job. Hey man, we really appreciate you. You know, I love Chris rock says, how come the winner says, Hey dad, thanks for the lights. I (laughs) like that the lights are on, you know, thanks for this air conditioning. You know, I love that. It's cool in here, you know, and, uh, it's true, man. A lot of the times you're at least for me, because I'm a new dad and I didn't really have a good example I want to be told, hey, man, you're doing, you're doing the right thing. So hearing you totally. tell that to men and hearing the wide range of men that you've talked to, dude, it's super inspiring, man. And I really dig that you're taking on the mission of informing dads that, hey, man, you guys do matter.
1: Dude. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I think that really our greatest weapon in, you know, for any human being, but especially dads, like you're saying is just encouragement. And like, I want a pat on the back. Like, it's great for my wife to say, Hey, you are a great dad or for my kids to say, thank you for something. But for another man to look at me and say, Hey, you know what, man, you're really doing a great job. There's something about that, that just like really freaking stokes me out.
0: No, absolutely, man. It's kind of like, I just got this envision in my head of like, you know, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, you know, like, Hey, good game. You know, like two good dads, two good athletes. You know, you were two good dads and you're telling it good dads. And because the fact is that if someone is listening to your podcast or on your podcast, then they are those guys. They are the guys that know the importance of being told, dude, you're doing a good job as a dad. And I think for so long that, Our role was just go to work, come home. Maybe you'd play, throw the football around a little bit with your kid. And on Saturdays, we got to do yard work together. And then on Mm. Sunday, you're going to church and I'm watching football. And then we repeat the cycle for the rest of our lives. Like That's kind of the the way my dad grew up. I know a lot of people older than me. That's how their generation was. I mean, think about it, dude. From the beginning of time, leave it to Beaver, to Red Foreman. Don't, Don't bother dad. paper don't bother yeah 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 culture has shoved down our throats you know so missed opportunity for sure oh absolutely because dude uh you you didn't start getting that understanding dad in culture until like what growing pains i think was the first show or the huxtables and look how that turned out dude you know (laughs) so it's just a uh, good dad, understanding dad, a loving dad. It needs to be the norm. We shouldn't. We should yes. be the minority. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So totally. What you're doing, dude? I dig it, man. I dig it. How many kids do you have? Five. Oh, five? dude! You yeah. got a volleyball squad, man.
1: Yeah, man. Four girls and a boy wow wow one boy (laughs) yeah my one my one boy where is he in the group so i have a 14 year old girl 12 year old girl twins boy and a girl that are 10 there'll be 11 oh the um, boy and the girl are twins yep and then i have a seven year old girl yeah dude it's crazy but it's freaking super fun oh i bet i bet yeah i uh how old are you I'm 36. I'll be 37 in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. You started young. Uh, yeah. One year anniversary yeah. or yeah. One year anniversary. I thought my wife was giving me a present, like a watch or something. And then I opened up <laughs> the case and it was a, it was a pregnancy test. I, <laughs> I 21 <laughs> yeah. or 22. No, no, no. I was 22. We got married when I was 21. Uh, so yeah, dude, it was crazy. But it was, you know, dude, it was just, I love adventure, man. I love adventure. And no, it was definitely a freaking adventure. Uh, we had four anymore. kids. Yeah, we had four kids under the age of four. So we had a three and a half year old, a 14 month old, and then brand new twins. dude. we call it the dark year? Don't even remember. Don't even remember that <laughs> whole year. It's true. and It's really sad. Uh, but then we're like you know what, let's have one more. that dude, <laughs> yeah, 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 I think my wife's just getting over it, <laughs> dude, uh, how fast are you changing a diaper i'm pretty good, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good, yeah, uh,
0: so i can't even imagine, like I get so emotional thinking about one kid, i can't imagine how much it is with five kids, dude like
1: Cause I well, can't dude, imagine
0: a guy like you loves the next kid any less. Like I, I, I can't yeah. imagine that can even compute in a, a guy like you, your brain, you know what I mean? It's just,
1: yeah, it's pretty different. Yeah. It's crazy how you have like the different relationship with your, all your kids. But yeah, man, it's like, I felt like, yeah, you know, I take pride in it. When people ask me how many kids you got, you know, Oh five, you know, cause it's like, Oh damn, that's nuts. But then this last year I met this dude who has 15 kids, none, you know, which they're just all biological. Him and his wife just knocked them all out. And uh, how old and, was he? Um, he looked to be like mid forties, but like well put together, dude. Like, and dude, their style—I I, got to get him on on the podcast because it's like, uh, they 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 have like a like a rockabilly style. They all wear like black oh, and white, nice. dude. And so yeah, it's so it's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. Like they show up and they match. Like they yeah. just look like a freaking like clean cut punk rock band. Um, City so I'm it, like. Man yeah i'm like sheesh i got five that seemed like a lot but 15 that's a that's different that's next level
0: dude that's like a little community yeah no doubt (laughs) that's like an apartment complex (laughs) (laughs) uh dude so did your view of what a father should be changed with each kid. Did it change from boy to girl? Did it change at all? Or have you still had the same outlook on what a dad should be to each kid? Cause I yeah, feel like every human's a little different. You know what I mean? Everybody needs a little something different.
1: Dude, that's a really good question. So as I think about it, um, I always wanted to be a dad and, and I had a very engaged, fun dad Um, but I do come from a big family as well. No, I just had a brother, you know, so, and then my wife came from a unique family situation raised by her grandparents. So I thought I'd have two kids. I think my wife thought she'd have one or two or three. Um, so it wasn't the plan, but it was just, it just happened. Um, and uh, at this point, I'd have more. I would keep knocking them out if I didn't have to go to like the weird van and everybody gets passed down clothes. Like the cool thing now is I still get one on one, you know, one on ones with my kids, but it's still like if if <laughs> I'm like, weird
0: wanna... van.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's we're close. So I'm like, all right, it's time to get a sprinter van. Like we try to go to the river today. The awesome, they are kick ass now. It isn't the weird van anymore. It's cool. not.
0: My so, wife's trying to get us to, uh, a leave an apartment move into a motorhome,
1: and uh i would travel the world in a my wife would do it yeah so no i think my view of fatherhood was always uh that it was that it was fun that it was responsibility but i will say and that's really what my book is about is that in 2015 i thought that i was going to create this world renowned like i had this purpose in my life that i was going to go do this thing Um, and I think it actually stemmed from just growing up in church, like this idea that, oh, I have to have this certain purpose that was like, it just was kind of really a mind F for me. Um, and then this dream I had to open this youth center, the world had never seen fell apart in 2015. And in the midst of like, who am I, if my success in life isn't from this, then who am I, who am I, who am I? And then I found that the desires of my heart. As a man to be like wanted, needed, valued, respected. There's these five people at home and a wife who I'm not having to jockey for their time. I'm not having to you know uh, try to get them to like me to build this thing. They just wanted me, and so that's what that's what rebellion creates about, dude. Is like that's when I discovered that my primary role in life is fatherhood, and that I would actually get the satisfaction that I desire in life just from doing that thing. it the, It's not a job or a career or something I build outside of that. You know, that'd be cool, secondary, but not the primary thing. So I'd say when my, you know, five years ago, that's when it really realized what my role was.
0: That's awesome. I love that it's not uh, your primary income. Because so many times when you tell people you have a podcast, they're like, oh, you making money or do you have sponsors or anything? And it's like, that's not why I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, if that happens, that's awesome. Anybody would love to get paid for something that they love doing creatively, you know. I would love my songs to be, you know, on the radio or whatever. But it's I think it makes your message that much more Uh, heartfelt because you are putting your money into it you are watching YouTube videos on how to do a podcast you are figuring things out on your own because that's how much this means to you so it can't help but come across in the final product you know what I mean Uh, and that resonates with people man it resonated me when I listened to your podcast I was like dude this guy's doing this all by himself this is awesome man it really makes the message weigh a little more, I think, than people who have huge teams and just talk about sports or talk about something that anybody, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, I love the little guy podcast. I really do. And I, yeah. I want success for them.
1: For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's like, I would do, I would do a commercial or something maybe if it was, if it actually provided value, but you're not going to see me spread and freaking you know, Jiffy peanut butter on toast right. on my Instagram post to make a thousand bucks. If right. I don't freaking love Jiffy peanut butter and think it's because the best it contradicts thing. Like, that's, your yeah, message, just, yeah. You dude. Know what I mean? No, yeah, I, I agree. Exactly. I, I dig it. I
0: dig it. I, dig, I, dig, I love that you're doing it all on your own, on your own terms, and it keeps that message pure, man. I dig it. I dig that you're doing a book, man. That's so cool that you did that. Now that you're doing it, that you did
1: it, you know, it was a grind, bro. It was a grind, but um. Yeah. Yeah. I had been working on it since 2015. And then, you know, I actually, I hired a coach just like for my business and for my life to kind of just light a fire under my ass. You know, shout out to, I've actually had somebody like that in my life for like the last five years, but this dude, Clarence, uh, dude, uh, sh- shit, man. Since I, we sat down for the first time in um, February, February, March of 2019. And last year met, dude, last year, he just lit a fire under me, bro. We got the book done. We did a book launch party. I did sixty podcasts since then. We did a fatherhood legacy journal that we created. Did a um, did a Kickstarter campaign that was fully funded. Shipped the books out before January first. Got to people's doorsteps. Did a thirty-one day fatherhood campaign, and then Jude just just freaking linked up a TEDx that I'm gonna be giving on fatherhood. Wow, uh, nice this this year. So it's like I look back over the last year and I just go, dude, so it's does he possible. Like it? is he like your an agent coach or no, dude, he's just like, he just, no, no, no. He's just like, we meet every two weeks and it's like, okay, what's the goal? Where are we going? Let's get focused. Okay. In two weeks, come back to this. Let's, this is what we're grinding out. And I have a full-time job, you know, I got sell insurance. Like I wrote my book, uh, uh, 4am. So, you know, that's when I could do it. I woke up at 4am and I'd write till right till six or seven, uh, it's because it just meant that much to house, me.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you could do it at midnight if you wanted. The The fact is like that. Yeah. I just, there's time, there's time to figure out if you're passionate about it. So have your, yeah. uh, have your kids read the book? Any of them? Oh, uh, actually or? during COVID we, um, we read most of it together as a family.
0: Oh, so okay, nice.
1: I think we've, we finished like 75% of it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Man, that's really cool. You're gonna, so are they going to make it into like a, a movie?
1: No, I don't okay. think so.
0: <laughs> Not, Not that exact. I was looking for a question to ask, man, but you just, you laid it all out there, man. I love it. Do, uh, I mean, you had any advice for dads maybe that, uh, man, because it doesn't always go as you plan. You know what I mean? It doesn't always, you got to have frustrated moments, man. You got to have moments where you just want to walk away from it and just not walk away, but just take a second, go get in the corner and just be by yourself for a second, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think I'm an asshole like everybody else, Um, (laughs) but I think that's the thing is like both those dads are inside of me. This is not seven steps to be the perfect dad. This is a commitment to a craft for your life. And really, I think my primary thing is, is like, I want dads to know who they are you know, in our world, moms are killer and our world would be dog shit if moms weren't um there, right? Because more dads have walked away. But, you know, there's more, there's, there's this idea or a better understanding that moms have this instinct of motherhood, right? Because it's like, they're pregnant for nine months and yeah. they give birth to the baby. Like what a rite of passage, dude, like to give birth to a human being. Oh my goodness. And then you get to feed that baby from your own body. It's like very clear, you were made to do this and and there's a very significant moment of, of like you are a mom now. And for dads, there's not that same thing. And I think my advice to dads is you have the instinct of fatherhood. There's something inside of you that makes you a dad and your kid needs that. They need you just as much as they need their mom. Um, and it's just not as a parent. There's, there isn't this like welcoming dads into fatherhood. And if I could do anything, it'd be that like... Like we talked about encouraging each other, you know, for me to show up at the hospital and like grab you by the shoulder and look you in the eyes and be like, bro, you were made for this. You're a father now. And boom, like, you know, and I don't think we get that. So we just put our head down and we go to work. Um, And then before we know it, the kids are only asking mom if they can go to Timmy's house or go to this field trip or all this stuff. And dad just never stepped into like, whoa, wait, wait a second. I'm just as responsible for all of this. Um, so my point in this is that dads have the instinct of fatherhood. They have what it takes and your kids need you. Like your daughter doesn't need dad or Ned, you know, right? you, you look down the street and you see the dad with the boat or the dirt bike family or the, the skiing family or the snowboard family or whatever. And you go, man my kid would be so much luckier if they had that guy as a dad. Like that's some dog shit. Don't listen to that lie. Your kid needs you. There's something about just you that they need. And um, yeah, man, that's like, Oh, that just gets me super fired up.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I, uh, those families are fine. The dirt bike, the, Bo, the boat, oh. those families are fine. I just, I don't subscribe to providing those. Like you just said, I don't subscribe to the, providing those things for my kid making me a good dad i for sure to uh me putting and stealing what my daughter values more like i i would love for her to value the boat and the snowboard and the dirt bike but i also want her to value painting i also want her to view uh value writing books reading Mm -hmm. books you know there's different things there's you're, um I totally get what you mean though, man, by like those growing up, I remember the boat family. You yeah. know, they had the boat, they went every weekend, that was their thing, they were all tan, you know what I mean. But they were and, and the times that you go with them, you're the kid that gets lucky enough to go with them. Uh, you see that dude, all they're doing is drinking. Their dad's just telling them, come on, go clean the boat or go get this. It didn't look fun as fun as it, it was, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. I think it's life. Like at the end of the day, it's life, you know? So I just think that it's important for you as a dad, not to feel like you have to be anything other than what you are, you know? Like obviously we all want to level up and we all want to have a growth mindset. So I want to continue to be a better dad, but a better dad doesn't mean that I just like put myself in debt for a boat. Being a better dad (laughs) is, you know, like I've heard you say a bunch of times, it's like the best gift you can give your kid is time.
0: Dude. That's it, right there. Time man. and
1: attention, man. It's not hard. You that's could be it. the broke, broke ass dad or the richest dad in the world. You both have the same opportunity of twenty four hours in a day uh, to give to your kid. You know, dude, some portion real. of that.
0: That's real, I dude, and I, I agree with that, man. Because you can tell in your kid's behavior when you're slacking. <laughs> you could totally oh, yeah, tell. Dude. Just when you just, just, uh, let's just say I, uh, I go to the gym, I teach class, I go to work, I come home, I need a day break. The next day, my daughter is poking me in the face. She's dropping books on my lap. She's, she knows, or that's telling me, Hey dude, you took a day off. Like Mm. you need to give me some attention. You know, that's her way of saying that you skip the day and the more days you skip, the more erratic and the more crazy that behavior becomes, you know dude, what I mean?
1: Dude, check out this statistic that just freaking mouth dropped me. And the statistic is in the United States, 85% of uh, youth with behavioral disorders come from a fatherless home. <laughs> Holy <laughs> well, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's true. 85 85% of all the kids who are struggling with, you know, all these behavior disorders, no dad in the house. Like how is that not uh, that's a pandemic? Dude, how that's, do we
0: not know that already?
1: How,
0: know I mean? how does yeah. everybody not know that? You know what I mean? It's no, uh let's just uh, give them
1: medicine. Let's just give them medicine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know, huh? Bill's stupid. I uh dude, I love what you're doing, man. And right on. uh I think that it's going to take guys like us, man, to The world's crazy right now, dude. It is so crazy with everything going on. And I don't don't want to make this about, you know, the pandemic or uh, the race stuff going on or anything. But, dude, 85% of those people didn't have good dads. (laughs) You know what I mean? Maybe we wouldn't be in the situation we're in if more dads took control of their own responsibility with their little humans. Now we're a bunch of crazy humans. You know what I mean? It's
1: nuts. It's It's so true. We have such a killer opportunity to like leave this uh, rad legacy in our world by just being at home and being present with our kids. Like, and the thing is, is every single one of us can do it. There isn't some special thing I got to have. I can do it. You can do it. Every dad listening to this podcast right now can do it. Like you have what it takes. Nothing makes Ned special. Nothing makes George special. Other than we just realized who we are before we're, you know, before our kids are all gone. And one thing I also love that I heard you say, dude, is, you know, like you said, you got married at 40, had your, you know, you have a three and a half year old at 45. It's never too late. It is never too late. You know, life is life. You know, we act like being young is the thing, but dude, I feel like life is just getting going and I'm pumped for life. For
0: real, for real. I have this whole mindset of like, because I had my daughter so late that it's kind of broken up in my life has been broken up in two sections Mm. before my daughter. And after I got to do all the crazy things I wanted to do. I got to have all the fun I wanted to do. I did everything. And now it's time to do this. And And I
1: bet you at the end, like at the end of your life, when you look at the two chapters, you know, like the comment, all the fun I had, I bet the, uh, the fun you're going to have as a father is going to gnarly outweigh oh, it already the fun before, you know what I mean? Which is does, just man. such a good message for, for people to know, like, you know, the whole like joke around, Oh, you had a kid game over your life's over. You got married, your life's over. Like, nah, dude, my life just began because now it's not all about just what do I want every second of the day? Like that's well, not the, living.
0: The, the thing is too, man, is that Okay, let's just say uh, I am going out to clubs all the time. I'm going to bars. I'm going to concerts. I meet all kinds of girls. Dude, that in the grand scheme of the universe holds no no currency.
1: Yeah. Being
0: with a bunch of girls has no currency. Seeing concerts and enjoying music and all that does, but that's something you can do with your kid. Mm -hmm. The things that you can't do with your kid – the amount of worth that they have are so small. You know, uh, I have this rule that I, I started having when I was a kid and you know, some people that hear this might not like it, but I have this rule that if I don't feel comfortable with you hanging out with my kid, I'm not going to hang out with you alone. Like if you're somebody I can't even bring around my kid, then I don't want to be with you outside of my kid. Mm. And it just, uh, Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but
1: no, but I like it. (laughs) I like it. I mean, the point is like life, you know, life is short. Life is intentional. Life matters. Um, and, and it's like, you want to build a community around that.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. And that's why what you're doing is important, man. And I feel honored that you were on my show. Oh my Heck podcast. yeah, bro. You know, dude, so fun. I, I appreciate dude, it. I love
1: your passion around fatherhood. I love I love your passion and your intentionality. And it's just such an awesome reminder that fatherhood's a level playing field and that we come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, and that it freaking matters how we own up because dude, my son might one day marry your daughter. And <laughs> you better you better hope, dude, that I'm I'm showing my son what it looks like at home to love a woman. That's it, you know and that's it dude if we're not if we're not connected because of that and we're not willing to put the work in because of that dude then we have no business being a father
0: absolutely dude because you i heard Polly say something on your uh podcast that your kid isn't just your your kid is going to run across all kinds of other people that's also your responsibility, how your kid interacts with other people. Dude, so we yeah. all are all connected through our kids and our lives. And yeah, man, I uh, it's important. And we're not told how important it is enough.
1: Yeah. So Yeah. And that's our message, right? That's why you and I are putting the time in when we could be doing something else right now. We go, you know what? This is important, not just yeah, for me, totally. but for the legacy and the future generation of of what family and human beings look like. Um, and that's why the work matters.
0: Dude, we deserve it. Our kids deserve it. Our yeah. kids deserve the best mental capacity and the mental strength that they can get because it's rough out there. So yeah, man. Thank you, dude. I dude, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I here, appreciate man. it. Absolutely, dude. And uh so you're on Instagram, Rebellion Create, your podcast yep. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that other stuff. Yep.
1: Yep. You can and, find the uh, podcast or rebel and create. Uh, you can find uh, my book and journal and stuff like that on rebel and com. And then you could go hang out with me on Instagram at Ned shout. And then the Instagram is at rebel and create.
0: Cool, man. Thank you. Dude. Oh. I appreciate it. All Good right,
1: brother. Out. Take care. Bye.
0: So there you have it. I want to thank my guest Ned Shout at the Rebuild and Create Podcasts. Uh, be sure to check him out. Uh, I listen to him on Spotify, but I'm sure he's on all the other podcast mediums. Uh, and check out his book of the same title, Rebuild and Create. He's doing a lot of important stuff and deserves a little bit of attention, man. So check him out. I appreciate you guys listening to me. Remember, you can find me on Instagram, The Rogue Dad Podcast. You can also find me. On Facebook at the same name. Uh, if you have any questions or you guys have any show ideas, I'm really appreciating that. Do me a favor and like or subscribe. And I appreciate anybody that takes the time to listen to my podcast. Be good dads, be good
1: humans. Peace.